So this weekend was all about pride in San Antonio. Thousands celebrated the city's first ever Pride River Parade. The local LGBTQ plus community has a pretty unique history here. Yeah, and throughout that history, there's a place that uniquely became the community's center. That's the Strip on Main Street, just north of downtown. And this week's Case Hat Explains producer Dylan Collins shares the story of Main Street. The Strip on Main Street is known as a safe space for the LGBTQ community. Keep on June 25th, the Pride Bigger Than Texas Parade rolled down these rainbow-painted streets. It's a time that means so much to a community that has been through so much. Oh my God, walking down the street hand in hand, you know, you'd be throw a cup of ice at you out of a car window, you know? There were times back during the day when people were walking down the street where you might um, get hassled. But fortunately, that environment's not the same anymore. But why is this particular area of San Antonio the meeting ground for the LGBTQ plus community? And it came from decades of people being very intentional about claiming space in San Antonio. Melissa Golke is an assistant archivist at UTSA with a focus on queer history. She says in the 1950s and 60s, mostly white families began moving northward, leaving parts of the downtown area open for minorities and minority-owned businesses. One group that took advantage of the freshly opened space was the LGBTQ community. You can buy a house in the neighborhood back then for $50,000, maybe less. Low prices and open buildings were the perfect combination for the LGBTQ community to plant roots. As the 70s march on, more and more businesses open up and you have gayborhoods starting to form. We have evidence for these through a 1983 gay census that was conducted by a professor here at UTSA. That census was passed out during Fiesta events in 83. Surveyors got thousands of responses. It revealed that over 5,900 people identified as gay living in the Tobin Hill area. That is exactly where Main Street is located. The census helped business owners determine where their best clientele lived. For 38 years, Randy Cunniff has owned four of the five bars on what is known as the Strip on Main Street. He owns The Heat, Sparky's, Luther's, and Knockout, which opened in 2016. He also owns the name The Strip. There's also Pegasus, which is known for its drag shows and a couple of smaller bars down the street, Purgatory and 800 Live. But what you see on The Strip today has not always been this way. You would see pictures of what it looked like 10 years ago. You wouldn't even know you're on the same block. Heat Nightclub was Randy's first business on the Strip. It used to be a boutique furniture shop in the late 50s, but the building was abandoned when Randy bought it in 2001. It was already kind of an area where there was three bars. They didn't identify it as that, because like I said, you know, people hid back then, you know, even 15 years ago, you didn't really call it that, you know, because you just didn't. As we built everything up and made everything noticeable and put trees and put this and put all that. The second business Randy bought was Luther's Cafe. It was a small restaurant that had been in the area since 1976. And although it was surrounded by gay businesses, it was not a gay establishment until Randy bought it in 2007. Another bar, Sparky's, has gone through several transformations over the years. It used to be known as Swank Lounge, where high-ranking city officials like judges and lawmakers would go to have a drink and gamble. There, was, there is still and was a, a tunnel-type thing that goes out and go out the back. 
In the decades before the 2000s, bars were vital for the gay community. A meeting space to socialize, meet people, and just feel safe. There were no apps, there were no cell phones. But other than having fun, bars and clubs were used to educate during a very dark period for the LGBTQ community. AIDS was spreading like wildfire, killing thousands each week. During that period of time in the early eight, late 80s and early 90s of, you know, AIDS yeah. and, and no cure and losing in the back of the Twit magazine was the obituaries. And me and a couple of friends would get together. I still get choked up and we'd see who died every Friday, you know, and we'd say, I just saw him, you know, a month ago. He looked fine that fast. Holy cow. Get pneumocystis pneumonia, go in the hospital and die. And you saw him a month ago looking fine, having drinks and whatever. Bar owners like Randy created a tavern guild to help educate the community, provide a sense of hope, and to raise funding for those who had succumbed to AIDS. One way they raised money was with the art of drag. But we had a bar owner's drag show where all the bar owners came and got in drag and we, we made money that night for we raised $16,000. So it's not just a social space, it's now becoming a space of activism and action. And that continues up through the 2000s. That dark cloud would continue to hang over the community for decades and still does today. According to AIDS.gov, worldwide, 1.3 million people died in 2010. Progress was made over 10 years though, that number was down to 680,000 in 2020. And while those numbers are still colossal, there is hope. AIDS-related deaths have been reduced by 64% since the peak in 2004. Much of that progress, thanks to the awareness and action taken in the early 80s. But in the following years, change kept on coming to the Strip. Spatially, it's changed so much. She's right. It's lost its, uh, its uniqueness. Because every year that I've worked here, I've seen a whole new group of people coming in. Now we're a place that, you know, everybody goes and everybody feels comfortable and all the gay guys and girls bring their straight friends, which is great. I mean, they always used to, but not to the capacity that it does now. I know a lot of straight couples that will come out here um, because they feel safer here than in straight bars. With that change, one goal has remained constant, for Main Street to continue to educate younger generations. And I think about how to educate the, the young ones that don't, that don't even know what the strip evolved from. If you think about the history, now that you know what you know, when you're there, think about how that space came to be. Yes, it's changed, but it's still the queer community space. Wow, wow, we just learned so much. All right, there are so many interesting topics that KSET Explains covers, and this is just one great example. If you want more, scan the QR code that you see on your screen because it's gonna take you directly to the KSET Explains page on KSET.com.